the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And oh, do I love the love juice. And oh, am I envious of my colleague, uh, the good sir, who is uh, about to hop on a plane. Uh, hopefully the engine will not blow out and debris will be falling from the sky into people's homes uh, over the great city of Denver, Colorado, because you are going to be flying south, uh, much like the foul out there in the natural universe uh, for your winter excursion to Cabo San Lucas, you little lucky dog. That's why yes, we're I- taping this pod early. I would be El Senor Bueno, not the good sir. I need you to switch this up now for this week. Uh, I encourage you to use the limited amount of Spanish you gained in your yes. time in Don't South Texas. A Exactly. Uh, no, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I am also looking forward to uh, continuing the pod over the course of this week. But I've realized, Brad, that I will now be traveling. Therefore, I'm not sure how much I will actually be able to place my bets, which might actually be a good thing uh, for for a couple of days of being on the road and not actually being able to throw down as many wagers as I might if I were just camped out on my couch. Well, yeah, hopefully you will not have a quick turnaround like Ted Cruz uh, and actually enjoy your vacation in Cabo San Lucas these next few days. But I know (laughs) you as well. And I I know there's going to be multiple cervezas. And I can guarantee you, folks, if uh, there are not any hiccups uh, with technology, Lundy will be doing every podcast from the jacuzzi that is attached to his room. That could be a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I don't mean to uh, rub it in our podcast family's nose, but this was actually a vacation that my wife and I had booked last year uh, that we have postponed. We've had to move as much as all of us have had things turned upside down. And it just so happens that the schedule aligns, the calendar gods are being nice to us, and we've got a chance to be able to go do it. So I'm really looking forward to this. This is a long overdue vacation. But yes, uh, you may hear the sounds of uh, beers being opened uh, of jacuzzi bubbles in the background, but I look forward to continuing to fade the noise. With yes, uh, mas cervezas, mas tequila, and you do have a proxy still here in Colorado if you want to get some wagers in. That's all I'm going to throw out there, but I take 10% with every transaction, Luddy, so just bear that in mind. And look, if you want to get in on any of the wagers right now, whether it's tied to the college basketball landscape, the NBA, the NHL, hell, where they have Mexican football, I heard that Trent Richardson's going to be back and in, in, you know playing in some pads somewhere south of the border. I can fire off on anything right now. DraftKings Sportsbook. And look, the madness of March isn't quite here yet, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. And DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Uh, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Well, this slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on all of the action. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. 
TN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code FTN for new customers to get a shot at 101 odds on any basketball team to swish one through the cylinder from three only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia residents only. Not available in Mexico. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, or in Virginia, 888-532-5300. Amigos, it's once again time for another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's jump into some college basketball action. Now, truth be told, we are not going to have a player prop selection in the NBA because we had to do this podcast early. So you're getting nothing but college basketball, and you better like it, damn it. And what I like in this first matchup is Georgia Tech and a battle of the Techs over Virginia Tech. And give me the Yellow Jackets plus two. I think GT is going to pack much sting against a VT team uh, that has been on a COVID pause. Lundy, they haven't played since... February 6th, so that elongated break obviously gives the visitors an advantage there because there could be some accumulated rust for the Hokies. Ultimately, this game is going to come down to a couple of areas. Number one, the arc game, and I think Georgia Tech has an advantage there. They're shooting 37.1% as a collective from along that arc. Virginia Tech, though, just giving up 32.5% on defense at three-point shots. Turnovers as well will be a difference maker here. Georgia Tech really thrives off those mistakes, forcing a turnover 22.9% of the time. Virginia Tech, though, giving it up just 16.5% of their ACC possessions. Uh, Really, this is an equal match as well inside along the boards but I think Moses Wright his length his athleticism his shot blocking ability combined with Jose Alvarado and DeVoe outside both those guys shooting over 41% from way downtown for GT will get it done and Tech they need another quadrant one win Lundy to really enter seriously to the bubble conversation this is a ripe opportunity to do exactly that uh, with a team that is right for the picking off that COVID pause. So give me Georgia Tech plus two at VT. Fade or follow? I will follow on this one. Two reasons for it, Brad. One, you mentioned it, the COVID pause. When you take Virginia Tech, put them on that pause for as long as they have had to wait. Uh, that is always an opportunity that to uh, take advantage of them trying to shake off the rust. And I think Georgia Tech could do that. The other thing I want to see, you brought up Alvarado. Kid shoots 86% from the free throw yeah. line. He yeah. has got to find a way to force the issue. He has got to drive. He has got to penetrate. He's got to try to get to the rack because even if he doesn't make it, he is practically automatic from the line. And if you go back to the stretch of games for Georgia Tech, for him specifically, back at the end of December, early January, as they were going through ACC play, he was consistently getting to the line three, four, five, six times per game. I think he needs to do that even more in in this game, try to force that issue, get to the free throw line, because like I said, he is practically automatic. So I think he can help guide them from that point position and get the cover and probably the straight up win. Make some peaches with GT. Number four. All right, let's go to another bubblicious matchup. Uh, both these teams have got to have it uh, more so desperately for the visiting squad than the home one. But let's go to the Atlantic 10, the St. Louis Billikens. Oh, 
Just give me the heebie-jeebies thinking about with the Billiken and its nightmarish appearance going against the Rams of Virginia Commonwealth. And, and I'm going to take VCU here plus one and a half at tape time. I think it's a gift. If you want to get a little money line action on it, I would hate you for it. Uh, look, I, I think VCU has got to mitigate the mistakes it makes. What's really odd about VCU is they typically thrive and excel off turnovers. They force 23.9% of opponent possessions into a mistake. You know, that havoc scheme that Shaka Smart once implemented back in the day still being followed to this day. But VCU coughing it up at a 21.8% clip. Uh, the other big key for the Rams in this game, if they want to seal the victory, is they got to neutralize Goodwin and French in the interior as St. Louis, you know, where they really can pile up the points are on some of those second chance opportunities. And VCU dead last in Atlantic 10 and defensive rebounding percentage. So clog the paint. Uh, and dare the Billikens to shoot from outside because they're only shooting 28.7% from distance. Yikes. Uh, not only that, but if ECU can draw some whistles and get to the line, they really do inflict some wounds on the opposition, netting 76.7% as a team. So I'm going to ram it here. Give me VCU there in Richmond plus one and a half and put St. Louis and its at-large hopes out of its misery in this game. So fade or follow, VCU plus the buck and a half. And put both you and I out of our misery with the mascot. Yes, I'll follow <laughs> on this one with the Rams. You brought up French and Goodwin. Throw Perkins in there as well. Interesting stat, Brad. Last five games, those three account for 61% of the Billikens' points. If the Rams can clog the middle, try to keep Goodwin and French from being able to score, they are basically going to strangle them. They're going to cut them yep. off at the jugular yep. because those guys are responsible for their offense. Not unusual in college. A lot of times there's a couple of guys that are responsible for a big chunk of your offensive play. But in the case of the Billikens, it is really obvious that if you can slow down the, those two or all three of them, you're definitely going to be on the uh, winning end. So I'll take the Rams, especially with the plus points. Squeeze St. Louis VCU. Number three. All right, let's move on to what would normally be our NBA player prop, but it's not. It's actually another lie, but still, it's presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's you against the house with all of your favorite player props in the NBA, the NHL, and even in college sports. Uh, all you got to do is uh, pick your favorite ones. It's more or less over or under and all the stats you already know and love. Stream together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the over the under, the more or less, the more cash you put your grubby little hands at monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN to score a free $5 game on the house as a new user. Have it MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com and uh, the Louisville Cardinals are going to have an MKF in good time on this uh, Tuesday night uh, because they get the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and I know what you're thinking. The last time Louisville went out uh, they dropped a, a deuce on the court. Uh, it was a pretty stinky, pretty nasty, pretty disgusting one uh, in their matchup against the North Carolina Tar Heels. But we're going to give them a pass on that one. Yeah, they got their brains beat in. 
by almost 50 points in Chapel Hill. It was a slaughter of epic proportions, but they were coming off a long COVID pause. And now that maybe they got their legs back underneath them, knowing that they are squarely on the bubble, knowing that they desperately need to get a win, they have little margin for error. I think they're going to show up, and I think they're going to cover the three and a half against the visiting Fighting Irish. Uh, they got to be locked out along the perimeter, and that's kind of been an MO of Louisville this season. They've only given up 30 Uh, 0.2% on three-point shots in ACC play. 43.1% in Notre Dame's action comes from those long balls. The Cardinals as well should be able to attack the cup almost uninhibitedly and blast the glass with Withers and Williamson and Davis. That freedom of movement, because Notre Dame doesn't play a lick of defense, should give Louisville the injection they need to spark this offense again after that just depressing effort against the heels so give me the cardinals to bounce back minus three and a half against notre dame fade or follow i'll follow the fighting irish with no fight on defense brad only forcing a turnover on 15.6 percent of their possessions that is one of the lowest in the nation they're just not getting it done defensively i think louisville can take advantage of that they were obviously very embarrassed uh and they need to uh maybe shake the uh shake all that feeling off and actually put together a decent performance against a team that they should be able to take care of i say they do it and it'll be their sixth straight over Notre Dame. I love me some Louisville. Number two. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. My University of Illinois finding a line. I go into East Lansing, a take on a downtrodden Michigan State team, though uh, they showed some signs of life uh, and a huge win against Indiana over the weekend on the road. It was the best offensive performance of Michigan State, uh, you could argue, in months. 1.13 points per possession scored in that game. In Big Ten action, even including that one point. 1.13 points per possession performance, just 0.949 points per possession scored for this party, not so partying team. Turnovers have been a problem. Uh, they really haven't gotten after it on the glass. Number 11 in defensive rebounding percentage. You might say to yourself, well, it's a huge win. Expected for Illinois. I say not so fast, my friend. Yes, I know Illinois went out and clotheslined the Golden Gophers, really caged those rodents up there inside the barn. Uh, one of the best and most spectacular start to finish uh, executions of college basketball you probably seen all season long and Illinois is one of three teams alongside Gonzaga and Baylor to rank inside the top 10 and offensive and defensive efficiency they will have a huge advantage and I'm going to emphasize huge with Kofi Coburn at seven feet 290 pounds but Illinois has been prone to playing down to their competition uh, see the Nebraska game see the Northwestern game they are though 11-7-1 as a favorite this season but I'm taking the Spartans here maybe it's reverse psychology maybe it's me being unnecessarily skittish with my orange and blue, but I think seven points is too many. I think Illinois wins this thing by a nickel. Five points going away. So fade or follow for Shizzo, my Izzo, plus seven against my fight in Illini. The fact that you're able to reverse psychology this thing is actually pretty <laughs> impressive to me, considering that on yesterday's pod, you were talking about uh, all the different odds for making the Final Four, winning the whole thing. Number been, one you, seed for Illinois, a plus 300. Yeah, I threw yeah, that out there. Exactly. So I think what you're trying to do is reverse psychology Maybe. yourself into that plus 300. Uh, but I'll follow you on this one because I agree. Um, you know, as you know, you being an Illinois fan, me having my son attending as a sophomore in Champaign right now, you know that... Uh, 
I've been watching the games as much as you have with Illinois. And I agree with you. I think they tend to play down to the competition. So I think they're going to win. I just don't see them doing it running away because they tend to allow these teams that are below them uh, to hang around, uh, frankly, a little too long and a little too much sweating there towards the end. So, yeah, I think seven for Michigan State is a solid number for them to keep it close. Fade Io? Yeah, I'm playing that card. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, we got to make your wife happy uh, because she's about to go on vacation to Cabo. A, that would make any of us happy. But B, what would make her even more happy or happier, I should say, is Kansas getting a W on Tuesday night. And I think they're going to do exactly that, Lundy, in Austin. It gets a struggling UT club. I'm taking Kansas on the money line at plus 104. I don't need any damn points. Screw those. Kick them to the curb. Kick them out the emergency exit on the plane 10,000 feet up because I think Texas is playing their worst basketball at the most opportune time or for them the most inopportune time. Now they have, you know, Blaze and Nets. They've done well offensively over the last eight games. Uh, 1.148 points per possession. Uh, they have scored over that stretch at the Horns, but they've given up 38.4% on three-pointers, and they've coughed up uh, too many free throws. They, they have allowed teams to get to the line, and they have been punishing them, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts. Kansas has won five consecutive games with balance and staunch D, 0.860 points per possession they have allowed this month alone. McCormack against Jones and Sims is going to be an epic battle. Garrett and Ochai against Ramsey and Jones will also be neutralized there overall. But I think with Kansas and how well they are playing defensively right now and knowing that Texas has just come unraveled here. I mean, hell, Ramsey and Jones almost gotten fisticuffs inside the huddle over the weekend against West Virginia. They had to be separated. You know, things have come unhinged in Austin, and I think Kansas, who's scorching right now, is going to go in there and steal a victory. That's why I like him on the money line. Fade or follow the Jayhawks straight up. Yeah, I think the ghost of Dr. Naismith was a little pissed off that Kansas fell out of the top 25. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was a uh, you know Christmas uh, carol type uh, haunting that took place, <laughs> but something woke Kansas up, especially on the defensive side of things. Um, they do have a tendency to uh, force their three-point shooting from time to time. That's something that I get a little bit concerned with KU. Sometimes they just get perimeter happy. Um, so I want to see them continue to try to get the ball down low. That's the way that I think they can uh, continue to have some offensive, uh, uh, some offensive success. But yes, it's their defense that they have been uh, using, frustrating other teams. And we already know, as you talked about the uh, near uh, fisticuffs in the huddle, uh, we know that Texas could be a little on edge and maybe yeah. right in line to have some of that defensive pressure of Kansas frustrate them into making mistakes again. So whether you're just trying to, you know, butter up uh, my better half uh, as she gets ready to go on vacation or what. But I'll follow you on this one. Fingers crossed that it's not the Evans jinx on the Jayhawks. Yeah, it could be some celebratory shots of uh, the tequila, though I don't think your wife uh, is uh, rather fond of that stuff. I think she makes it's a revolting beverage for her, yes. unfortunately, <laughs> based on prior experience. She doesn't share your love of the uh, of the Mexican love juice, shall we say. <laughs> but uh, the adult beverages will definitely be flowing on vacation. So she'll be toasting should Kansas pull it off in Austin. Yes, and I think they most certainly will. 
well. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. Enjoy your vacacione. I think that's Spanish for vacation. Amigo, and until next time, as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.